Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. that if you are interested in getting in on the digital swag tier or our t-shirt tier, that uh, you've got just a couple more days to get in on that because the month of September begins that new cycle. So if you want to get in on that, you can head over to patreon.com slash the crit show to get signed up for that. And you also get access to the most aggressively welcoming discord on the internet. And with that, it's time to let the recap roll. As you walk towards him, you do find something that he dropped. It is a keychain. Uh, it has got a couple of finger bones on it that are carved into the shapes of different keys. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. I'll put it in my pocket. So is there a reason to keep this one alive? I don't know. I tried to reason with him and... Nothing I said got through. He was having fun doing this. But maybe now that his life is maybe threatened, that might change his tune and we can get some answers at least to where Roar is being held. This is the place where the very first time the Buckleys gave in to those stranger, dark, hungry impulses. Something about that place became a ritual spot for them. And you know that there is a ceremony going on that is transferring the head of the household from one Buckley to another. So in this ceremony, there's going to be a moment that the group there will be as weak as they're going to be. But at a certain point, one of the Buckleys is going to become much, much more powerful as they not only gorge themselves on the meal presented, but also on the one that they are taking position and power from. We find you all On a small country road late at night, you've got two flipped cars, two dead Buckleys, and one unconscious Buckley. And Kim has just learned that at some point during this ceremony, the elder Buckley is going to be consumed by the new patriarch, and they will become very powerful. Oh, man. Oh, I can't wait to get out of here. What? I want to single out the key that gave me the vision. This is the one that we want. This is going to open up a ritual space. Uh, I think it's like the first time that they gave in to the devourer, but this is where it's all going to go down. Um, The ritual, it's like a big feast, but it culminates in the ascending patriarch eating the one that's stepping down. Gross. So right now we've got a bunch of Buckleys, but they're as weak as they're going to be. But if we take too long and the ritual goes off and they eat the older Buckley, then 
they're going to be like really powerful and really hard to stop. So there's a, a bit of a ticking clock on this. Is there a way for us to determine which one is taking over? I mean, I would assume it's the like dad of these three and point to the three Buckleys that are here. I don't know. I haven't seen the rising patriarch. I guess we could ask this guy if we want to wake him up. I don't know if he still has my powers. I mean, if he does, I should be able to take care of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I can I can suppress magical effects and whatnot, dispel them, oh, depending, yeah. so. Okay, okay. Do we think that would work on Megan's telepathic abilities? I was imagining more that it would work on whatever allowed him to take abilities. Like, mm-hmm. not on her. I probably couldn't do it to her, mm-hmm. but I could do it to him because it would stop whatever effect allowed him to co-opt hmm. powers. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. I was curious. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> you're the one who would know. <laughs> what's, know. What's the text of the move? When you apply your will to dispelling a magical effect, blocking a spell, or suspending a phenomenon, roll plus weird. On a hit, momentary magics are canceled completely, and long-lasting spells and effects are suspended temporarily. On a 10+, plus, you can also spend luck to instantly snuff out a powerful spell or strange effect. Okay, so you're not stopping the mental effect, you're stopping the Kirby effect. I think so. That seems more like the phenomenon or strange effect to mm-hmm. me. I mean, it's worth a shot. If it doesn't work, then, you know, our hypothesis was incorrect, but we learned something. Yeah, we can definitely try. I, I tried reasoning with him before, but he wasn't having it at all. Well, maybe now that it's less about appealing to his good conscience and more about appealing to his fear of death, he'll be more talkative. Um, I'm going to put a palm on this unconscious pig man's face and try and suppress these abilities. Boy, yeah, I, I'm so torn about whether, about whether this works. I'm thinking of it like vampirism, you know, that they are eating the flesh and so taking in the abilities. Yeah, where do we think this ability, what is that line it rides of, you know, magic versus supernatural abilities? I don't know. I mean, maybe like if it's something that wears off, like if it's something that is temporary, yeah. then this is like basically just making it wear off quicker. I'm trying to think of a of a counter example for that, like something yeah. that would be temporary and wear off, but that shouldn't be dispellable like this. Yeah, because their ability isn't temporary, but what they gain from it is because of like the digestive properties. Hell yeah, mm. I love geometry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, totally fair if it doesn't. Yeah, I'm interested in this conversation. Anybody else have any like strong thoughts or feelings? I don't know. Like, I want it to work because I think it's a cool, creative idea. Otherwise, we don't know how long Megan's powers will remain in this Buckley. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of with you in that. Like, it's not, it's not really like a spell or like a magical effect. It's just like it's who they are, and so I don't, I don't know how to rectify that. But one of the things that this move explicitly covers is suspending a phenomenon, like capital P, like the thing going on, like the mechanics of the phenomenon. And mm-hmm. like that seems sim- like, you know, a phenomenon is not necessarily something temporary or explicitly a spell effect or a magic. It's just a weird goings on. So like that's true. But a phenomenon is usually like an area or, you know, it's not biology. It's like a anti-magic field or like a time loop mm-hmm. or could you suppress Tass's invulnerability? Say no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes, and I will. <laughs> the Jake heel turn would be absolutely devastating. Oh my gosh, you all wouldn't survive. Can I, you imagine? Can, we would die. I can, and I'm just waiting for the funniest opportunity. To <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like parts of the wording of this movie, you know, this move has like specific thing, comma, specific thing, comma, very general thing. Yeah, like magical effect, blocking a spell, suspending a phenomenon, momentary magics, long-lasting spells powerful spell or strange effect like just some of those are like explicitly mm-hmm. a spell a magic and then some of them are just like a weird thing yeah <laughs> like i mean almost it kind of reads to me like yes like if it is a supernatural effect a strange effect yeah that i could feasibly suppress it i wonder if it's not like suppressing their ability to do it in the first place but suppressing the effect of when they try to use it Because I think you're right in the sense of like they are taking on the ability to have this power. So it seems almost like if you were going to use this force of will ability, it would be more to suppress what they try to do rather than their ability to do it. Almost like a, you know, counter spell, but like holding it Mm kind of like a shield against whatever they try to put out. Yeah, because essentially what you'd be doing is like. I have this energy drink next to me. I drink it, and your spell is suppressing the caffeine in it. Yes. Like, it's my body's ability to absorb it is what you're trying to stop. And, I mean, to be fair, like, momentary magics are canceled completely. Long-lasting spells and effects are suspended temporarily. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that this might be a temporary thing. Like, yeah, you could suppress Tass's invulnerability. But not forever. Yeah, that it would be like a, a, a brief time. And like, you know, the, the 10 plus is you can spend luck to instantly snuff out a powerful spell or strange effect that still seems like if it's inherent, eventually it would like yeah, come back. Yeah, because I don't think that any supernatural creature's just like genetic ability is a supernatural effect or a spell effect on a 10 plus version. Like, I don't think you could permanently remove something's powers i'm actually i'm maybe going to argue against myself a little bit here because okay. on a mixed success you take one harm as the strain of dismissing magic unravels you so that does again get a little more specific oh. that it is Magical magic effects. explicitly yeah, yeah what if i just pour laxative down this guy's throat that like seems like a genuinely pragmatic way to handle this or ipecac or something yeah yeah i like the implication there that tas just has it on hand yeah. all the time i why don't you Put your finger down his throat. See if you can get him to throw up. <laughs> 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 it's like a really small airway, so you're going to have to use your pinky finger. Yeah, just a little, oh my just God. A little finger down the throat. Do I do this in a controlled environment <laughs> or let it surprise me? <laughs> Imagine if you like tried to force it and that wasn't the time it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so ready and then nothing. He's got his hand in his mouth and he's working his lower jaw <laughs> up and down trying to get it to take his yeah. pinky off. All right, so you're right because you did. We, we kind of went in both directions now. On a 10 plus you'll be able to temporarily cancel like a, a supernatural ability for a moment. But I think you're right. I think on a mixed success, it does kind of clarify that it is a magical effect. So I think to do this to the Buckley, to do this in the future to Tass when you turn on him, damn it, yeah, it's got to be a full success. <laughs> How does that feel like a middle ground? Do I have to spend luck? No, because it'll be, it'll be the short term. You know, it won't be a, a permanent dismissal of this. So we're just, we're kind of upping the, the hit level, yeah. what effect I get at what hit level for this Yes, move. since it does specify the magic tears you apart as a mixed success. I mean, sure. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> YOLO. No, seven. Okay. So 
Do I still take the one harm as the strain of dismissing magic? No, I don't think so, because you're not getting any benefit from it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right, then I remove my palm from the face, and I just go, nope. Someone lock that down in the minutes that we have decided (laughs) how this works for Jake. (laughs) Nope, no dice. So if we let him come to, he's going to have all the powers he normally has and all of Megan still for an undetermined amount of time. If the other Buckleys are trying to check in with them and they're not getting a response, then Aurora's running out of time. We've got to go. Oh, speaking of which, and I want to pop the cell phone open. They aren't a family of of folks that text, apparently. Then I think we just finish this guy off and move on quick. Boy, I'm sure looking around at these overturned vehicles, knowing that we have to hurry, looking at this phone, we've got this unconscious... Buckley left. Are there any pieces I can put together on what I think a solid course is? Yeah, why don't you roll trust your gut? Okay. Boy, uh, I don't really like my snake eyes result. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what happens on a miss? Uh, doesn't matter. I think I'm going to use luck. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right, so that bumps you up to a full success. Looking at everything here, I'm going to ask you for clarification. Okay. In your trying to piece this together, trying to figure out what to do, what is your main goal? I want to make sure that we get the little girl out safely. All right. So your impression then is that you should try to right the Buckley's truck and take it to their homestead. Okay. What if we turn over the truck? We come rolling up in that. Like, that's going to give us a little bit of cover. It's not going to be some weird vehicle pulling up. It might cover our smell a little bit since it's sort of already filled with a familiar smell. Like we've got a few things working for us here that I think I really, really think that that's our best bet to get up and get in there to get close so that we can get Aurora out. Sure. I mean, I think one way or another, our next step has to be the girl or else if we do another attack, our luck's not going to hold out long enough. They would kill her. Yeah. Yeah. Like even if one of them gets stronger or something, that's fine if they don't have a hostage. You know, we, we got to get her first and then we'll deal with what's left. All right, let's go. <laughs> what of this guy? I'll put my shotgun to his head, pull the trigger. Okay. Uh, all right, uh, I'll get the truck. Jake, I'm sorry about the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sort of just inoculated to it at this point, honestly. I really just kind of expect <laughs> my cars to last, you know, one to 24 hours and then be obliterated so i mean it's just it's dinged up and upside down i don't think there's any damage to the engine yeah man insurance wouldn't write that off there's applesauce <laughs> everywhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah really you know looking at the car obviously the paint is just fucked um, <laughs> and one of the side doors is very dented in and the windshield is is broken from being dropped on its head does it look drivable still yeah i mean not safely because it's got no windshield but oh yeah <laughs> a lot of bugs in the teeth. Yeah. I mean, we could have Sheriff Jason head out here and get it brought back. Yeah, I'll, I'll call him. You you can, I don't know why I thought I was going to ask. You're you're going to flip that truck over, aren't you? Yeah, uh, I got it. Uh, yeah, I want to use telekinesis to get the truck on its feet. Tires. Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll it. I almost said that there's no roll here, but there is urgency. So yeah, I think there is a roll. Ten. All right, so uh, you get to pick two and mark one harm. Uh, I'm going to go with, you can fling something bigger than a person. Perfect. And since I'm flinging it into the air, I'm going to go with, you keep it basically under your control. I don't like all these modifiers. It's basically under your control. (laughs) 
All right, yeah, so uh, take one point of harm, but you are able to get the Buckley's truck flipped over. It's not in terrible shape, having been suplexed. Uh, the lights on the roll bar are all busted. The front headlights are shattered out. Uh, the passenger window is broken, but that was from before. Uh, definitely still drivable. Pilon? And uh, I'm calling Sheriff Jason. Hello? Hey, so first part of the operation is successful, more or less. Uh, three of the Buckleys are down. Oh, that's great news. Yeah, um, and, and I'll kind of describe, you know, what road we were on and how far down. Uh, so we've got the three of them out there. We kind of piled them off to the side, and our car is upside down. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody, you know, you could call in. You, you might want to come down there yourselves to deal with the Buckleys, but we have to get moving. We have to get over to the rest because that little girl's in danger. Oh, like upside down in the road? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I suppose we'll figure out how to remedy that and get rid of bodies. Yeah, I, I assumed we didn't want randos just finding some horrific pig people. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to check on now that you actually run into them. They, they're they pig people. Oh, like, yeah, you yeah. You just don't got three human bodies out there. No, they're horrific pig people. Not like a werewolf where they like turn back into a human after they're they're gross. Oh, like a like a like a bebop. It, it yes, like a bebop. But uh, yeah, we're we're making tracks. It's not that far out of town. They they were ready. All right. Well, we'll see what we can do. Good luck. You too. Thank you. All right. So with that call made, you all pile into the Buckley's truck. The truckly. The truckly. <laughs> <laughs> and you start Aww. heading towards their homestead. That'd better be what the license plate says. Yeah. <laughs> I break for BBQ is oddly what it says. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, describe this approach to the Buckley homestead to me. Yeah, I think I'm just in the front seat, like kind of leaning out the window, trying to get like a good view. I will drive. Uh, just... <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. It's too much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know how to phrase that. Like just trying to drive with confidence, trying to drive like a... Like you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Okay. Jake, give me a luck roll. That's a bad. Okay. <laughs> Nine. Yeah, as you go, the phone does not ring again. As you approach, there is a large fence that is open to this dirt road that leads back into this area just outside of town that you had seen on the map. As you drive through, you can see a large house looming in the distance. It is various colors, and you can tell that parts of the house were added on pretty haphazardly. It's very large and not in the best of shape. And you can see all around the property there are other vehicles. There is a large stone well. There is an area that's just covered in chairs with a large open fire pit. And there are a couple of lights on inside of the house. Uh, Megan, why don't you roll tune in? 13. All right, you get a hold three. Uh, Where is the creature right now? So in the past, you know, you've kind of gotten the, the sense of multiple pings and and spent extra hold to like figure out where they are um you do have multiple pings here but i will say that you're not getting pings from anywhere except for inside of the house what is it planning to do right now right now it is finishing some meal prep you get a sense of contentment and fulfillment how can i attract its attention and my thought here is kind of since there are multiple pings i want them to focus on us instead of rushing to Aurora. You're expected, not you, but this truck. And theoretically, you're supposed to be bringing back some stuff that needs to be unloaded. So pulling up to the front of the house, putting the back of the truck towards the house, you know that would definitely at least bring a few people to the front of the house because they'd probably come to help unload. 
Okay, there are three of them in there. They're all together. I think they're finishing like some meal prep. I don't get any suspicion, so they must not be super worried about the missed phone call yet. But if we want to get at least a couple of them to come out here, pulling the truck right up to the front to be unloaded is is going to draw them out. Three. Do we think these are all of the Buckleys that are left or are there more in the cave? I have no idea. Do we know if she is inside the house or is she being held out here somewhere? And I think I'm like, I'm peeking up, you know, over the over the edge of the, the bed of the truck and just looking out to see if there's any sheds or, or anything else out here. Yeah, why don't you roll read about situation? Oh, okay. Eleven. All right, you get to hold three. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? I've actually been thinking about the answer to this question. Um, that sounds odd because I feel like there's information that you could glean but I don't know how to give it to you in character. So I'm just going to tell you out of character and let you extrapolate that however you want in the world, okay? Okay. Because I think that you all have done this long enough. You know the difference. The danger that you haven't noticed yet is that in the wider scope of the Buckley family, what you have dealt with so far, Monster of the Week-wise, are minions. Got it. Mm. Now that I'm here and checking out this layout... You know, again, I'm trying to kind of figure out where where to be. What's the best way to protect the victims? You know from the history of this town and the things that you've read in the newspaper that obviously the Buckleys are very territorial. Backing up the truck and getting those people to come out and help you unload will obviously bring some of the people in the house out. An altercation is going to bring them all because there's not anyone in the family that doesn't fight for the homestead. Gotcha. So... Like, would it be reasonable to think about this with an almost animal sense that they might not be thinking about, oh, grab the grab the hostage and use that for leverage. They're going to come out and fight for their territory. Yeah. Or at the very least, they're going to come out to see what's going on. Sure. The, the, the hostage is not for their safety or anything. It is for leverage against this kind of weak-willed person that they think they've found. All right, so I like the ideas. You know, Megan has suggested some things. The idea of drawing them out seems to be a good idea. I'm kind of waffling in my head of like, is that the play to like draw them out, try to have a big fight, or like draw them out so someone else can sneak in? So what's my best way in? Yes, if you pull this off as a pincer maneuver, if you had a group of people out front as the Buckleys came out the front and then someone went around to wherever the remaining Buckley Buckleys are, it would definitely create an advantage and perhaps an opportunity to even have a conversation. Megan's right. If, if we draw them out, they're going to come out swinging, right? So, hell, I'll just lay in the bed of the truck and act all passed out, you know, with the tailgate dropped and you just back up to them and as they come out to help, we'll get up shooting. Hell, try to run them over in reverse, whatever. Make a lot of noise to draw out as many of them as we can while one of you goes in the back and tries to get the girl. Even if there's only one left in there, that'll leave a much bigger chance of getting her out safely. I could try to reach out telepathically and see if I can make contact with her. If she's awake and conscious, she could maybe let us know where to find her. That's fantastic, yeah. I will reach out telepathically and try to see if I can find her. Yeah, I think roll luck. A lot of that going around today. Nine. So you reach out and you do get a voice back. It is almost on a loop. It's just kind of panicked sounds. Um, but you do get a connection with a human being inside. Aurora? 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's okay. I'm, I'm a friend of your mom's. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking, speaking to you mom, in your head. Mom, mom, mom. I can hear what you think, so just relax. We're here to try to save you, but I need your help, okay? Roll manipulate someone. I think you get a plus one to this for having mentioned her mom. Seven. So she will calm down and be able to communicate with you more effectively, but you've got to do something for her. Like you've got to tell her something to prove that you know who she is, who her mom is, that this isn't some other trick being done to her by the people who have got her captive. I met your mom earlier this morning. She was working at the festival with Brooke, and she's really, really worried about you. We talked with Constable Harlow, and they all sent us out here to, to try and get you back. You feel her mind calm. You're doing great. All right, I need you to tell me. Do you know where in the house you are? The kitchen. What can you see around you? Um, there's not a, not a woman, but there's an older lady. She's moving around the kitchen and preparing dishes. And there's a, like a like a, a kid at a, at a table drawing. And then there's someone else in the house kind of moving around. All right. Are you tied up? No, I'm in like a... It's like they took a, a, a playpen and, and put metal on top of it. Okay. Like a, like a cage. Yeah. Okay. Um, how many doors are there in the room? Two. Okay, one, one's a, a back door and one's a front door? Um, one goes into, like, a hallway that, that goes eventually to the front door. That's where they brought me in, the other one. Yeah, I can, I can see out the back. Okay, great. Um, uh, the, the playpen, the, the cage that you're in, uh, what is it made of? Is it plastic? Is it metal? Yeah, it's, it's like old metal, but it seems like it's been, had stuff added on to it. All right, all right, you're, you're doing great. We're gonna get you back to your mom. Uh... How old is the, the kid at the table? I don't know. It's like a little, a little bigger than me, but it's a, it's a boy. But I, it's hard to tell with a pig face and not yeah, a real face. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. So there are three of them there. So we're on our way. We're going to be there really, really soon. And we're going to come in through the back door and try and get you out that way, okay? So don't be afraid if a person comes in or a monkey comes in to help you, okay? What? <laughs> oh, you had me and you lost me. <laughs> I know, I know that sounds really weird, but we're the good guys, I promise. Okay. What do we got? What do we got? She's in the kitchen. She is not tied up, but she's in some sort of cage that they have reinforced. Uh, there's a back door. That's going to be our best way in. There's the the mom and there's somebody else moving around in the house. And there's a pig boy, a child. Oh, a no. boy? Yeah. I think we, we pull up, we back up and try to make some noise to get all three of them out of here. And one of us sneaks in through the back. Okay. This gives me a lot more kind of context for what I'm imagining. Hear me out. If we just pull up and don't start the noise, you know, until it's the one or two that are coming out in the first place just to help. It might just be that kid that's chilling out in the kitchen watching Aurora. If somebody wants to go back through, I mean, you might just be able to talk to him and, and, and get her out. Or, I mean, I don't know, it might be the, the matriarch here too, and she might appeal to something. I don't know. I can't, I don't, I don't know what the vibe is, but I, I feel like they're not going to send everybody out, obviously, just to help with this. So if one of you feels like you could talk down who's left, there's something to that as well. I feel like that's got to be me then, right? I mean, yeah, if you think you can. Okay, just hop out early. Start making your way around the back while we're backing in before anybody gets to the windows or the doors. 
Sounds good. Yeah, I will close the last bit of distance to the house and start turning the truck around to back us in. I'll uh, slide the little window shut and <laughs> uh, just lay out in the in the bed of the truck with my gun right at my hand. Uh, I guess I'm in the cab then. Uh, I want to just quickly rifle through my tarot cards. I want to try to roll fortunes. Yeah, go for it. Twelve. All right. Uh, so this is the first time using this. Can you remind everybody what this move does? Sure. Uh, once per mystery, if you look at what the future holds, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, hold three. And on a seven to nine, hold one. On a miss, you get bad information and the keeper decides how that affects you. Spend your hold two. Have a useful object ready. Be somewhere you are needed just in time. Take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. Or retroactively warn someone about an attack so that it doesn't happen. All right, so you get a hold three. Thank you. All right, so the three of you stay in the car. Megan gets out and starts to go around to the back. Megan, why don't you give me an act under pressure to sneak your way around to the back entrance to the house? Uh, I'd like to use one of my hold for I see through time to give her uh, advantage on this roll. Perfect. So roll three dice. Give me your best two. Does this happen to count as acting under pressure due to a monster phenomenon or mystical effect? Technically? It's to, like, avoid it's, their detection. Yeah. Like, it's not because of something they've done, but it's because of their existence. But technically, probably everything in the game is because of their existence. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be playing the game if yeah. they didn't exist um, within the world? We'll say yes, because of, like, their sense of smell and stuff. Oh, nice. Excellent. She's like, great. That doesn't do anything. I just wanted to know. <laughs> Twelve. All right. You were able to sneak around the Buckley estate to the back door. And as you reach the back door, you hear kind of muffled voices and through the glass in the back door, you can see that the person sitting at the table gets up uh, as there's a, a large older woman and she kind of shoes him towards the door and he heads out of the kitchen. Uh, and then I also have advanced uh, act under pressure. So on a 12 plus, you may choose to do either what you wanted and something extra or do what you wanted to absolute perfection. Oh, okay. Which of those options would you like? My first thought for doing something extra was that like the back door is unlocked. Mm. But I don't know if it already was, and I'm just creating a problem for myself to overcome. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, you know, having the door be unlocked isn't something that you did. But I think that you could get the door open, like, as part of this role, instead of having to, like, if you wanted to try and sneak the door open, mm. like, it wouldn't be an additional role. I think that could be the extra thing is also getting the door open. Gotcha. Can I uh get it open and have it, like, propped open so it's easy to get out of quicker? No, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I want to do that and just kind of tiptoe my way in there. As you tiptoe your way into the kitchen, you see this table, this large kitchen, and you see Aurora in this makeshift cage. It does, it looks like a, a baby's playpen that they have reinforced with metal. And there is a large woman just kind of humming to herself, moving around the kitchen. Out front, you have gotten the truck turned around and backed up towards the front door, and you see two figures coming out and headed towards the back of the truck. What do the figures look like? One of them is just under six foot, and the other one is about four and a half feet tall. They are both pretty scrawny. They have got long hair. Uh, one of them has got a full set of boar's tusks, and the other one just has little nubs. Uh, and as they come out of the door, the bigger one is kind of like pushing the little one. You can tell they're joking about something. Uh, I'm going to wait unless someone does something before I act. Like, I want to wait until they get the tailgate like down or up on it before I do what I'm going to do. So that I'm holding off for that moment. Okay. I think I'm just like watching in the rear view, like seeing if they seem to notice 
that the driver's wrong or if they're just fixated on what's in the bed. Yeah, they're kind of goofing around with each other and moving towards the tailgate like they don't seem to be overly paying attention. Man, I was so prepared to have to like fight and I may still need to, but the sight of these two people, I think I'm I hesitate. I'm just sort of like on my knees in the cab of the truck, sort of peering out the back window, looking at the scene. All right. Yeah. After a couple of seconds, you hear the tailgate drop down and uh, they both hop up into the back. Then I'm going to roll onto my side, level the shotgun and try to shoot the big guy. Oh, boy. How much damage do you do? Uh, Three harm magic. Okay. You pull the trigger and the larger of the pair is knocked backwards out of the truck, and this shotgun blast rings through the night sky. Megan, inside, you hear the shotgun blast go off, and the woman at the counter straightens up, and her head snaps towards the front door. Uh, I want to jinx her before I step into the room. Okay, yeah, roll it. 15. Whoa! I wish I had more to give you than just to hold two, but that's where we are. I lift my hand up, and I snap my fingers to jinx her in that pink purple energy kind of, I think, appears around my hand there. And I say, Mrs. Buckley, I presume? She turns instantly in your direction and you can see that her nostrils are flaring and it's kind of sniffing at the smell coming off of your hand. Well, just who are you? Uh, I want to start slowly making my way into the kitchen, uh, putting myself in between Mrs. Buckley and Aurora. You seem like an awful brave one just coming on in here into my kitchen. Well, I thought maybe we could have a chat. What's all that ruckus outside? I imagine that would be my team. Her eyes narrow a bit. Jamie! And she starts to move slowly towards the front door, but she's watching you. Jamie, you get back in here! Listen, I think enough people have died for the day, don't you? Who's dead? Oh, God. Uh, Uh, What? What? Well, we were attacked on the road. Oh, so you're here from the well, the Carolinas. <laughs> According to our fake license plate, yes. Oh, you set up a slick one, did you? Yeah, wanted to get ahead of what you were planning to do. Huh. Just what is it you and your team want? Well, for starters, we'd like to take the little girl you've kidnapped back home to her mother. That kind of leave us in a pretty sticky situation. Got no hostage, got no new meat. Bad for the celebration. Well, you have the freezer full of meat that you stole from the town. That's not nothing. You want to talk to me anymore? You go make sure my Jamie's okay. I won't touch that girl while you're gone. I'll just finish up these here vittles, get them all packed up. I can maybe help you out here with this girl. Anything else? You're going to have to talk to my husband. Or, well, a couple more hours, my eldest son. Jamie is your son. Oh, he's my grandson. Grandson. Okay, how uh, how old is Jamie? Oh, nine. Nine. Okay. Uh, can I reach out telepathically to Kim? Sure. Jake and Kim. Um, Tass has just fired off the shotgun in the bed of the truck. You have seen one of the Buckleys fly off of the tailgate onto the ground. Uh, and the younger Buckley is looking down at Tass and and starting to lunge towards him in surprise. I'm gonna punch the gas. Try and roll this thing out the back of the truck bed. Tass, roll act under pressure to not go with. Okay. 
Uh, so, so many numbers. Uh, th- 14. It can't be so many numbers. There's two dice. <laughs> uh, it can only be two digits, logically. <laughs> Four, 14. All right. Yes, you feel the truck lurch underneath you as this little pig boy is jumping for you. And the truck takes off and, and he tumbles out of the back as well. Um, I think like my forehead hits the back window. <laughs> uh, and I think at that moment you hear Megan's voice in your head. Kim? Ow! Yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, I'm. Uh, I'm okay. I'm here. Uh, is the is there a little pig boy out there? Yes. He was in the bed of the truck, and then Jake sped up, and he he fell out the back. Okay. Well, I am currently having a conversation with his grandmother, and she will not talk to me any further until he is safely inside. Oh, okay. Okay. The little one that just fell out of the truck. Uh, we have to make sure that. They're okay, or else whoever Megan's talking to won't let Aurora go. All right, on it. And I want to roll out the back and start like running towards the kid that is on the ground. Yeah, uh, you run up to him and he is on the ground face down. Uh, God damn it. (laughs) I'm going to do my best to scoop him up. The only way I can think to do this, to try to do it safely, is to get one arm around his waist and one hand over his mouth to try to clamp it shut as I run for the door. Yeah, you reach down and you go to scoop him up. He is unconscious uh, and you're able to run him towards the front door. (laughs) Oh, the, the pit in my stomach. But as you start to run towards the house, the other Buckley has gotten up and recovered from that shotgun blast and starts charging towards you. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to try some uh, some football field tactics here and try to juke and get around him and to uh, get up onto the porch and through the door. Yeah, I think that's another act under pressure. Okay. Eight. Can I help out? Can you? I've got my helping hand move. Oh. I give a plus two instead of a plus one. Yeah, tell me about it. I think I throw the truck back in reverse and start accelerating towards that Buckley enough to like get him to blanch like to have to consider that he might get run over if he stays on his course okay yes you can help out if this goes badly tass is between you and this other buckley i just want to throw that out there oh man whatever he's fine cool he's he's what is it are you invincible and vulnerable What's yeah your term? yeah all of it <laughs> yeah yeah we'll help out and i've gotten like i'm i'm really good at this i've got like a minus one cool so it'll be fine <laughs> oh take advantage on this <laughs> all right yeah so roll three dice and take the highest two <laughs> I rolled a one, a two, and a three. <laughs> Woo! Well spent. I could I could add all of them together and still lose. <laughs> this truck flies backwards, and you see the Buckley who is sprinting towards Tass stops and takes four or five steps back as the truck slams into the back of Tass, knocking him to the ground and clamping the younger Buckley's mouth shut on Tass's <laughs> finger. Whoops. And Tass, you feel that your vision has been fulfilled. <laughs> Whoa.
The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Good evening, and welcome to Strange Air. I am your host, Malcolm Smith, and I'll be here for the next four hours taking your calls as we explore the outer regions of reality. Ten years ago, Malcolm Smith vanished from the face of the earth. One moment, he was on the air in the middle of a sentence, and the next moment, he was gone. People will believe anything. So, what do you think happened? I believe your father staged the whole thing. I believe your daddy was taken. Do you believe in miracles? I guess people believe what they want to believe. I believe I'll have a little more wine. It's time you heard the truth about your father! You're completely insane. Did someone hit you? Leave me alone! What's going on?! I'm going to find my father. Strange Air. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit strangeairpodcast.com for more information.